0: How do I know if I'm in ketosis?
1: Welcome to the Our Ketogenic Life podcast, where we bring you the scientific and daily application of living the ketogenic lifestyle. We have helped hundreds reach their weight loss and health goals. But this is far more than that. We want to help you create real life change so that you can live the life God created you for. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin and Danae Davis
2: welcome to podcast number six for our ketogenic life welcome and we are here today to talk about how do we know if we are in ketosis right so first thing we have to understand is what is ketosis Uh, ketosis is basically uh, when you go on a low carb diet your body doesn't have the carbs or the sugar for energy so it starts breaking down fats And when you break down fats, what happens is it is uh, turned into ketone bodies. And those ketone bodies is what your body uses for energy.
0: Okay, hang on. You're maybe losing me. And excuse me in advance if I start coughing. I've got a little bit of a, started getting a little bit of a cold. But, okay, so rewind. When you're eating low carb. Correct. You Okay, if you're eating high carb, you are using in Sugar. Or glucose, or carbs, yeah. Okay, for energy. For energy, if you go low carb,
2: your body switches. Your
0: your body switches to uh, something called ketones Mm -hmm. for energy. For energy, okay. And And
2: those and those ketones come from the breakdown of fats. Okay.
0: Okay. So that's
2: where you get the ketogenic diet. Correct.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And that's where you get the ketogenic diet. Okay. So that's why we call it keto, ketogenic. And a lot of people are familiar with uh, ketosis and, and they want to measure ket, uh, t- uh, ketone bodies. And we're going to talk about that in just a second.
1: Okay.
2: Now, last week, if you listen to our uh, talk, we talked about the keto flu mm-hmm. and the transition we just talked about from being a sugar burner or a carb burner to a fat burner. Uh-huh. Uh That's when you get the keto flu. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that you can listen to our previous podcast and understand a little bit about the keto flu, the transition what it is and it's not necessarily a bad thing. Okay. So, how do we know if we're in ketosis? Now, some of the symptoms that you can have when you're in uh, ketosis is you're gonna have decreased appetite. Mm
0: -hmm, Because you're gonna feel fuller.
2: Right, Mm -hmm. and it's all related to your hormones as well too. Okay, That part is. uh, Mm -hmm. There's ghrelin, uh, which is your hunger hormone, Mm -hmm. and it uh, goes down, so you're not as hungry. And leptin, which is your satiety hormone, mm-hmm. goes up. Okay. So Good. if you are in uh, ketosis, you're burning uh, the fats as energy. You're not going to be as hungry. Right. And eventually we're going to talk about fasting and different types of fasting. And that's where uh, keto with fasting is really beneficial mm-hmm. and easier to do. Mm-hmm. Another uh, symptoms uh, you can have is you can have increased energy level. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you burn fat. Uh, and you're, you're using ketones for energy and sugar, instead of sugar. You actually produce more ATP in the mitochondria. Let's get a little bit scientific. Yeah. But your mitochondria plays
0: over when you start talking yeah. like
2: that. Well, mitochondria are you have thousands in each of your cells, uh-huh. and you know you've got millions of cells to begin with. So the mitochondria is uh, it's kind of like the powerhouse in your cells,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, it needs a fuel to burn for energy. And ATP is how you measure that energy. Okay. So when you have more energy compared to eating the standard American diet with a lot of carbs or sugar, you're going to feel better. Mm-hmm. You're going to have more energy. Yep. So that's another way that you can kind of tell if uh, you are in ketosis. Mm-hmm. Another, re- another symptom that you can have is increased thirst and increased urination.
1: Because
2: mm-hmm. if you remember carbs, fluids follow carbs. Mm-hmm. So if you increase your carbs you're going to retain fluid. Mm -hmm. If you're going to decrease your carbs, you're going to have less fluid. You're going to urinate urinate more uh, uh, urine. Mm -hmm. So you're, and that's why if you've listened to our previous um, uh, podcast about keto flu, that's why it's important that you drink a lot of water and have salt uh, in the minerals and the electrolytes. So if you notice that you are increasing thirst and you're you're, you're urinating more, Mm -hmm. uh, that's a sign that maybe you're in ketosis as well too. And that kind of leads into symptom number four is dry mouth. Mm -hmm. If you are uh, getting rid of fluids, then you may have a dry mouth. Mm -hmm. And with the dry mouth, obviously one of the reasons, one of the ways that you can help alleviate that is, of course, by drinking more water, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: which is one of the uh, treatments for the keto flu. And finally, keto breath. And Mm -hmm. that relates back to what we just talked about with the dry mouth increased thirst uh what this is uh you get the uh, keto breath from acetone which is part of the keto ketone body uh that your body makes from breaking down the fats okay so it's kind of like the acetone like the nail polish
0: mm-hmm.
2: you'll have that kind of smell sometimes
0: but it's not dangerous it's Not
2: dangerous it's just that's that's the uh, acid that it is okay. and of course with this right here you want to uh, treat it with fluids mm-hmm. uh, you can also just be patient uh Usually, your body will adjust
0: I should say this doesn't last forever no oh, okay
2: it just lasts usually for a few weeks until your body gets readjusted okay, and uh you get the uh fluid uh, rebalance and electrolytes
1: mm-hmm.
2: um you know sometimes uh you may have to increase your carbs maybe fifty sixty a day mm-hmm. uh grams of carbs per day mm-hmm. instead of the recommended around twenty, and just do that again for a few weeks, get your body readjusted, mm-hmm. and then um you can go back down to twenty. Mm-hmm. And another way that you can help uh, treat the uh, keto breath is also with uh, fasting.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, that will help get you in ketosis a little bit quicker and get your body used to burning those ketone bodies. And, uh, you know, when you add the intermittent fasting uh, with the ketogenic diet, uh, you can see how it helps in so many different ways with your hunger hormones and even down to your breath. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're, you know, that's some of the ways uh, that you can tell, just by listening to your body, mm-hmm. if you are in ketosis. Mm-hmm.
0: And so many times, <clears throat> the intermittent fasting just kind of comes natural because of your decreased appetite. Yeah. You know, it, you're, not, you're just not, I mean, you're just, sat, you're satisfied. I always try to tell people when they ask about um, being on a ketogenic diet, low carb, ever how someone asks, um, they say, you know, that they're hungry. I'm like, well, then eat right <laughs> if you're hungry eat but if you're if you're hungry all the time then you may not be doing it correctly right so
2: and that's important that's why yes. we want you to track your foods especially at the beginning so yeah. you know yeah. so you can kind of see how it all plays uh in uh conjunction with uh, all the things that we talk about mm-hmm. and how it all works together so the one thing I really would recommend for people is to listen to their body, start getting in tune with the messages that your body is sending. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we ignore these. And when we talk about gut issues later on, you know, if you have bloating and things like that, uh, then, you know, probably the food that you're eating is not, um, Right for your body, Mm -hmm. so you need to change. Mm -hmm. So that's getting a little bit off topic, and we talk about that later. But what the overall point is, listen to your body. Mm -hmm. You know, listen to these things that you may have. And a lot of times, uh, when we talk about people starting intermittent fasting, or we have them fast for sixteen hours, and you know, their eyes are just wide open when we first talk about it because they've never went that far without eating on purpose. Mm -hmm. But once you do it, it's become so second nature.
0: Yeah. I mean,
2: I've probably eaten breakfast twice in three years. Right. And
0: and it's not, we try to remember to, to remind people, it's not that you're eating less, you're just eating less often. Correct. Because you're still getting in your calories, your macros, your fat, you're still getting all that in, but just in a shorter window.
2: Of eating. Yep. So the symptoms decrease appetite, increase energy level. Uh, Mm -hmm. Increased thirst and urination, Mm -hmm. dry mouth and the keto breath that we talked about. Mm -hmm. So those are the things you can listen to your body. Now, some of you uh, nerds like me that want to do testing and want to be able to track stuff and and get numbers and those type of things. There are some tests that you can do Mm -hmm. uh, to help see if you're in ketosis. Uh, And
0: especially beginners usually would want to do this.
2: I haven't done this in probably 6 to 12 months. Uh, But when I first did it, I bought all the urine strips Mm -hmm. and the the blood meters that we'll talk about here in a second. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing wrong with it. Some people still like to do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, the first thing that most people want to do is the urine strips. Mm -hmm. Those are the least expensive thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, When you first start doing the ketogenic diet, the one thing that you're going to do is you're going to find that you're going to have uh, a a change on the urine dipstick Mm -hmm. and it shows where you're spilling uh, ketones Mm -hmm. and it shows that your body is producing these. Uh, And that helps to begin with Mm -hmm. because one, it gives you kind of a positive reaffirmation that, you know, you're doing something, you're Mm -hmm. doing something right. And you're heading in the right direction. Um, these, uh, I, I don't have the cost on these, but they're not that expensive. You can pick them up at um, Walmart and, or get them online at Amazon. And it's a good way to kind of to track yourself in the uh, beginning, few, first few weeks. Mm-hmm. The problem with these is if, if you uh, go on for two to eight weeks, everybody's a little bit different. So I know it's a big range. But once you start getting in ketosis and you start producing ketone bodies, your body starts using these ketone bodies for energy. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to do a urine dipstick and you're and you know you're three months into it, mm-hmm. you may show negative for this, mm-hmm. which is not a bad thing. The thing about it is, is you're—it's not spilling in your urine. Mm-hmm.
0: You're actually using because it because
2: you're yep. using them. Mm-hmm. So you can use these for the first probably two to eight weeks. I would say safely four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just depends on each person and how quickly and how um, stringent they are as far as their diet. Mm-hmm. But after that, you're kind of wasting your money. Mm-hmm. So uh, I wouldn't go buy. Um, you know
0: boxes boxes at a yeah. time maybe a jar
2: yeah and then do them for the first you know month or so and then once once you get done with that then don't use them anymore mm-hmm. uh, find somebody else that you uh, have talked to about your results, maybe you've lost some weight, and they're interested in the ketogenic diet. Mm-hmm. Pass them along. Yeah, pass mm-hmm. them to them if you got some extra. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I find is when you're helping other people, uh, it all comes back to you. Mm-hmm. And when you're helping other people, um, you feel a self. Uh, a sense of accomplishment
0: mm-hmm. and it helps encourage yourself yeah. and to keep yourself accountable,
2: accountable too, mm-hmm. because that person knows what you're doing mm-hmm. and then it can help you as well too. Yep. So that's one test that you can do is you're in uh, a dipstick. Another one is a breath analyzer. I've not personally used this. I went from the urine uh, dipsticks to the blood meters, which we'll talk about in just a second. Uh, with the breath analyzer, they are a little bit less expensive than the blood meters. Uh, we'll talk about in just a second. The problem with these is from what I've read in uh, research is they're less accurate than using the um um, blood meters. So that's why I didn't invest any money into this because until technology um, improves, which you know I'm looking in the next you know few years, You know, there's going to be more tests and these tests are going to be less expensive because Mm -hmm. it's becoming so common. Uh, There's a lot of people that are seeing the benefits from a ketogenic diet and more and more people are going to be interested. And that's going to drive down the cost just because of competition. And, you know, with everything else, that's the way uh, life rolls. Mm -hmm. So I don't have a whole lot of personal information. reviews for the breath analyzer, uh, you can try it, but in my opinion, I would start with the urine dipstick and I would go to number three, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about here uh, now is, uh, the uh, blood meters. Mm-hmm. If you've ever uh, had a finger stick blood sugar where they poke your finger and put it on a little strip and it's hooked into a machine, that's exactly what it looks like, mm-hmm. except it measures your ketones. Mm-hmm. And with this uh, technology, the problem with this is it's expensive.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's about, I think, about a dollar per test.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, you know, it's hard to for me to justify myself to check this on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And just because of the cost.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so, you know, you can do these. There's, there's uh, Keto Mojo. There's Prezi- precision extra
0: mm-hmm. uh
2: there's a couple of brands there i would use one of those two we use the precision extra
0: mm-hmm. and um and we've not done that in a while no
2: i haven't done it in a while because one i'm what i do is i kind of listen to my body mm-hmm. i see how i feel um i see how um you know i can tell if i'm more hungry
0: right
2: you know uh that probably something's not right if it's on a consistent basis. If Mm -hmm. it's just one day, I don't worry about it. But going back to the blood meter, with uh, ketosis, uh, when you do your finger stick um, ketone test, uh, a a level of 0.5 to 0.9 is uh, minimal ketosis. Mm -hmm. Um, You are uh, using some, you are producing some ketones. So a lot of people get and when they first start a ketogenic diet, they're in this range. Nutritional ketosis uh, is uh, something that you're on for an extended amount of time, and uh, it, it, is a, it reflects a diet that you're doing on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And those numbers are usually between 0.9 and three. You can go up to five on this, and it's not really dangerous at that point. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you want to uh, get all the benefits from a ketogenic diet, not just weight loss, Mm -hmm. but we're talking about uh, autophagy, which is cell repair, uh, things to do with your immunity, Mm -hmm. uh, long-term problems as far as like inflammation, Uh, you know, being in that, that level on a consistent basis is good Mm -hmm. most people though are not in that level Mm -hmm. all the time right they'll cycle in and out of it Uh, we talked a little bit last week about being fat adapted and once you're in ketosis uh, getting back into ketosis is much easier than the first time Mm -hmm. and if you do stray off then what happens is it just takes a few days to get back in Mm -hmm. so you know with uh, ketosis you know we'll talk a little bit about um you know, if you're not in ketosis, uh, some of the problems that may be happening, mm-hmm. uh, I th- I find the first thing that most people are um, having problems with is if they're not uh, doing uh, the correct uh, low carb.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, we call it carb creep.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, if you're not measuring your food and if you're not putting in it in an app, a food tracker to measure how many carbs you're taking in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes with certain foods that you can eat, you can find that, you know, there's more carbs in there. Than what you thought,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, we went to a Chinese restaurant. Mm-hmm. Soy sauce has weed in it. I, mm-hmm. I did not know that. And, uh, that's something that could possibly kick you out of ketosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the things that, uh, that, you know, are surprising is artificial sweeteners, right? Uh, Eating too much protein; Mm -hmm. those type of things that if you're not tracking what you're eating,
0: cheese,
2: cheese can do cheese, which has to do with the protein Mm and the
0: has carbs. Yeah, yeah,
2: especially the shredded cheese Mm -hmm. can have carbs in it. So there's a lot of places that have some hidden carbs. So you want to be able to maybe track your food at least for a week or two. Uh, It's not something you have to do for long term, you know, lifelong. But at least if you're not getting the results that you want, especially if you bought a blood meter, um, you know, that may motivate you to make some changes. If you're paying a dollar for each test, Mm -hmm. you know, every time you think about, you know, cheating or doing something like that on the diet, then, you know, what's going to happen is you're going to think, well, that's another dollar down the drain that, you know, if you're going to check your ketones. Mm -hmm. So, you know, those are the kind of things that you want to look at as far as if you're not getting in ketosis. Uh, Adding fasting is an excellent way to get in ketosis. Mm -hmm. Uh, That helps because your body doesn't have the food going in and automatically it has to convert to find some source of energy Mm -hmm. and it'll turn to your fat uh, sources uh, first before it'll break down protein and muscles and things like that. Mm -hmm. So recommendations, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: listen to your body. Listen for these signs. Remember, it's decreased appetite, uh, increased energy level, uh, uh, increased thirst. Um, You know, if you have dry mouth, uh, if you have keto breath. When you first start the ketogenic diet, uh, try to get some urine uh, dipsticks, uh, and they'll be able to check your urine, and it's really easy to do. Mm-hmm. And remember, only use those for the first few weeks. And then, if you're really motivated and you really want to track uh, what you're eating, then you know, uh, get some blood meters and uh, check your ketones, and you can do that on a regular basis.
0: Mm-hmm. I have a question. Okay, so. Tell me the difference in, okay, the nutritional ketosis, 0.9 to 3. I think they do like measure like millimolars mm-hmm. or something like that. Okay, this may be, people may be thinking the difference ketoacidosis. That is a level of like 20 or something. Yeah, right? it's, I mean, it's much higher. No, yeah, you're not going to be in a. And this Risk. is
2: mostly with people that have some medical problems, mm-hmm. such as um, you know, diabetes, especially type one, type one diabetes, okay. where they're insulin dependent. Yeah. type two can uh, develop uh, ketoacidosis.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, people with uh, you know starvation,
1: yeah, they
2: can go in ketoacidosis as well too. Okay. But with ketoacidosis, people are sick. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have uh, vomiting, uh, diarrhea, if you have uh, confusion, Mm -hmm. uh, if you have a mental state uh, change, Mm -hmm. then, you know, that is something that needs to be checked.
1: Okay, right. Uh,
2: If you are a diabetic... This is one of the reasons why you need to find somebody who can walk with you, mm-hmm. make the necessary – pro- ju- medical
0: providers. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Somebody who can make the necessary changes in your medications. Mm-hmm. Uh, be
0: checking you on a regular basis. Right. Yeah.
2: So you want to walk through this. Uh, this is not something that happens on a regular basis. Right. Uh, I have people that uh, I oversee that um, uh, go off medication. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're on insulin. They're on diabetic pills. Uh, you know, the only ones that have to keep taking the insulin is the ones that have had diabetes, uh, usually from a young age, and they don't produce any insulin. Ketoacidosis happens when you do not have insulin. Okay. So uh, if you uh, have had diabetes since, you know, ten, fifteen, twenty 15, 20 years old, mm-hmm. more than likely... Uh, your body doesn't produce insulin, mm-hmm. and that is a time when you are going to have to take insulin even on a ketogenic diet because okay. your body doesn't produce it. Okay. Insulin is not a is not a bad thing no it's a, it, yeah. it's a good thing. but like with everything else in your body, there's balance
0: right.
2: And you know with a standard American diet, the balance uh, is we we have too much insulin right uh, with these uh, especially with these kids that are uh, insulin dependent diabetes from a young age does not have to be a young age, but usually it is. Um, they just don't have insulin, mm-hmm. so they have to take insulin. Okay. Now I've had some people who, uh, as they get older, you can uh, if you've known anybody that has diabetes and they're on insulin mm-hmm. and they started off with pills. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that happened is over time the pills quit working. Therefore, you had to go to insulin. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. That can still go to ketoacidosis, but you know they're. Uh, uh, more likely not to have those problems as someone as young, uh, diagnosed as young.
0: Okay, all right. So yeah, I just wanted to make sure that people understand the difference there. And then, so yeah, we also have done before, I like to track my, um, I've never been diabetic or anything, my glucose is usually good, but it does help for me, Instead of doing sometimes the ketone test, that is more expensive, mm-hmm. just to check, check our glucose. Yes. Um, and whether that's a finger stick or we both last year sometime mm-hmm. did a the continuous glucose monitor that you just put on your arm.
2: It's a freestyle Libre. Yes. And it was for 14 days. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. a little, uh, um, just a little monitor anything. that you put on the back of your arm. Mm-hmm. You left it for 14 days. Yeah. And you took a, um, almost like, smaller than a phone, but like yeah. an old pager uh, that you used to have. And you would just scan it from the outside, mm-hmm. and it would show Immediately,
0: your, it would show yeah. your blood sugar. You and can, you can do it every, like. Every minute. Yeah, every minute. Yeah, it was hey. very quick.
2: And uh, there was one time I remember. Um, and this is, I know I got kicked out of, of, uh, ketosis at this point, we had some ice cream Uh and, uh, I felt I used to have like, when people say low blood sugar, Uh I had that, you know, Mm -hmm. but the problem is I didn't have actually low blood sugar. Right. I had a drop, a quick drop in my blood sugar
0: from all the sugar, from all
2: the sugar. Mm -hmm. So my body produced way too much insulin. It dropped and i felt terrible Mm -hmm. and when i was checked it on the continuous monitor it was all still in the normal range Mm -hmm. i think it went from like 135 down to 80 but that it dropped within 10 minutes or something like Mm -hmm. that and that's when i felt bad Mm -hmm. so that shows me you know i have the same problems as most people Mm -hmm. um i uh, have the genetics of diabetes thyroid problems and different you know, medical mm-hmm. problems. And I really have to watch what I eat. So that showed me that my insulin response to even with me trying to fi- follow this as best as I can, mm-hmm. I still have um, genetics towards developing diabetes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the talk we need to give later on. It's called epigenetics. Mm-hmm. And it, what it basically means is you have uh, genes in your body that uh, are, give you a, a, um, a possibility of developing
0: You're like prone to yeah mm-hmm.
2: prone to diabetes heart mm-hmm. disease alzheimer's and things like that mm-hmm. but epigenetics is how what how your lifestyle affects how your genes are expressed right. and what i mean by being expressed is how they how they present themselves mm-hmm. you know for me if i would eat just half of the american, standard american diet I would be, I know I would be overweight. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about diabetes and high blood pressure, but it probably would come at some point. Mm-hmm. So we all have these genes that uh, are given us to be prone to be in a certain direction, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to present that way. Right. So uh, again, this is off we'll topic. Do that in a, yeah. Yeah. So, but let so me but tell you about the twins and yes, stuff.
0: That's very interesting. So, okay. But that's something that you might can uh, get your provider to, um, I don't know. Do you have to have a prescription for it? Yeah, a your monitor? your
2: insurance wouldn't pay for it right. unless you are a diabetic. Yeah. If you are a diabetic, I would look up Freestyle Libre as L I B R E. I forget what brand it is, but it is awesome. Mm-hmm. If yeah. I was a diabetic, I would definitely have one. Yeah. It's a little expensive. I think the sensors that you put on your arm was around seventy dollars or mm-hmm. something like that. But you know, you can get so much information. Yeah. Yeah. And if your sugars, if you're, if you have this and you decide you want to get uh, like nerdy, geeky, like, mm-hmm. like what we did, you, you can check, um, different things. Like,
0: like if we had like meat, right. like a chicken or something that you're not sure about how it affects your blood sugar, right? because how it affects, we could eat the same thing and how it affect me would be different than how it affected you. Right. And so that really goes to show you, I mean, everybody's body is different and what you can, you know, have and, and how it affects your body. We cannot say, I mean, no one can, that you eat like this and you're going to end up losing this much weight and you're going to do this. We know that you're going to feel better and you're going to lose weight and you're going to be healthier. But we can't, you know, everybody's body, like, you know, you may can have a sweet potato. I can have a sweet potato every once in a while. Um, I it actually makes me feel better Mm -hmm. to get my carbs up a little bit with a sweet potato, but not everybody can do that. Right. So you just really have to check your own.
2: And, and you know, that's one reason we started the membership Uh is uh, everybody can start off and if they follow just our standard advice and things like that, Mm -hmm. a lot of people do really well. Some people have to get a little bit more deep, and that's why we offered the one-on-one coaching. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, when we do lab work and we do extensive uh, sex hormone testing and nutritional testing and things like that, we get down to really the um, nitty-gritty details of uh, what is that specific person needing Mm -hmm. uh, to get to the results that they want.
0: And, of course, everything plays in as far as, you know, it's not just your diet what you're eating you know you're talking about your stress you're talking about sleep relationships about relationships you know just the stress of
2: um, money things.
0: money yes
2: there's so many times uh, personally that i've talked to people that you know they're worried about money mm-hmm. which increases your cortisol which right. increases your insulin mm-hmm. and has a whole cascade effect eating
0: correctly yeah. you know so i kn- we know that it's frustrating we're here to encourage we're here to help we're not saying, hey, you do this. It's it's not magic. It's not something. We want to encourage you that. But by starting off. Just, can,
2: just start just simple. Start, yes. And that's what we try to do yeah. in the membership is we start everybody off simple, and then we go mm-hmm. from there.
0: And we encourage you to um, ask questions, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's... Um, or email or us. Email us. Um, you know, on the website, get our, our email. Um, reach out to us. I mean, usually we... People call us, you know, or on Messenger or on Facebook. You know, just uh, reach out, and we will as quickly as possible respond. But, uh, but we didn't want to talk about the glucose monitor is another yes. tool. So, but, all right, what else have we got?
2: That's it. Okay. Um, our verse, uh, this is the uh, second week of the of Advent. Our
0: Advent. Uh-huh, it is another purple candle for those of you who do it or don't do it. But for this week, it is the Bethlehem candle or the candle of preparation. And it is from Luke 3, 4 through 6. But uh, mainly, um, and I don't have to read that tonight, it's a little bit long, but mainly it is preparing um, when Isaiah was um, from Isaiah telling to prepare for the Lord's coming and to be looking for His coming. And so, of course, we know that we celebrate His birth, His at Christmas time, mm-hmm. but we want to encourage people that he does say that he's going to come again, and we've been talking about this recently a lot, just in our discussions of the Lord's second return. For those of you who may or may not believe, we just hope this is an encouragement to you, though, that um, he he will return again, and um, it will be as as king um, or as judge, depending on if you are a follower of Christ. But we want to encourage you to um, seek. The Lord, um, especially during this season.
2: Yes, just don't let the holidays and you know the stress of maybe what you're eating get in the way of no. the most important thing, yeah, yeah, which we, is uh, our Lord Jesus Christ.
0: Yes, and you know, enjoy your family, enjoy this time. Try to remember whether it's the holiday parties you're going to. We know it's stressful trying to think what you're going to eat, what you're going to take. Just you know, remember what's really important and um, your health to be for your family. And um, the relationships and putting them and putting Christ first in your life, of course, is what uh, we hope and pray that you do this season.
2: Yes. So we will uh, be talking with you next week. And remember, uh, be fit and be faithful.
1: This podcast is for informational purposes only. No patient-provider relationship is implied or established. This podcast in no way represents the practice of medicine. The information given is to be used at the listener's own risk. Please consult your provider before making any changes. As the contents of this podcast is no substitution for your provider's instruction.